0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Silmarillion Film Project. This is session number twenty-nine of season six. Uh, we are in the home stretch. Now, is it fair to call it the home stretch? We're kind of home stretchy. We're at least around the final turn here um, into uh, in season six uh, of the film, film project. And tonight. We are going to talk about casting. Um, I am, unfortunately, uh, uh, Dave, who always likes this episode, couldn't make it tonight, uh, uh, sadly. But uh, Marie and Nick are with me. Uh, Nick will be back in just a minute. Um, and um, uh, we're going to talk about casting. This is the night that actors across the world. Uh, wait for uh, with bated breath, so I'm sure um, all the actors are tuning in to see who actually gets the role. It's a major day of uh, announcements and so we're uh, we, um, we want to say in advance to all of the candidates that you're all very, very worthy candidates uh, uh, there were so many excellent nominations. We were sorry we couldn't pick them all. Um, we just had to do the best we could. Um, so uh, but b- b- before, to add to the suspense, just a little bit longer, uh, two quick announcements. First, um, we have upcoming moots uh, that are happening, and in particular, I would draw your attention to Maple Moot, which is... Two days from this very day uh, on Saturday of this week. Uh, In fact, tomorrow I'm headed to Toronto to go to Maple Moot. Very excited for our first ever Canadian Moot. Um, So uh, if you happen to be in the Toronto area, it is not too late. You can still join us uh, at Maple Moot. Or, of course, you can always join us, uh, perhaps more conveniently, depending on exactly how close to Toronto you are, um, uh, join us remotely. Uh, Because all of our moots are fully hybrid. And uh, all of our attendees, both uh, the uh, remote attendees and the on-site attendees, um, do have, as it says there, um, you can access recordings of it if you you miss anything. So, anyway, Maple Moot happening. Um, And uh, I'm going to be doing, um, uh, at this moot, I'm going to be doing the first stages of my... um, my my new experiment, my new exploration, uh, uh, Marine. I don't even think I told you guys about this. So this is, comes out of my Tuesday evening discussions, when I've been noticing, uh, I've been noticing patterns of alliteration in Tolkien's prose, and thinking about the function of the alliteration there. Like, what's apart from just like kind of alliterating compulsively, which I think is part of the issue. Um, I, I also, so my, my theory that I was developing is that Tolkien, through his the alliteration patterns in his prose, is developing a kind of phonoaesthetic soundscape uh, for his prose passages. And I want to see how different alliterative patterns correlate with different kinds of passages and descriptions uh, and to, to see if we can get a sense of... The kind of like meaning and significance, like and sort of like mood and stuff that Tolkien associated with particular sounds and sound combinations. Um, it's a longitudinal project, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it at because now, like once it once I notice it, like I see it in every like paragraph, especially the description paragraphs. Like not the sometimes in dialogue, but much more commonly in uh, in in the descriptions. Anyway, it's gonna be fun. So. This and much more happening at Maple Moot uh, on Saturday. Then we, we have a little moot hiatus until September, except, of course, for Myth Moot, uh, June 22nd to 25th in Leesburg, Virginia. That's our big annual convention. Um, that's uh, the uh, so, yeah, that's the big one down in Virginia. Uh, I definitely uh, uh, recommend that. Looking forward to seeing folks. I think you two are both uh, going to be there. No, Marie, you can't. You're not sure. Well, plus minus this year. Okay, Nick, you're coming, right?
1: Uh, yes, I just okay. confirmed it uh, a few days ago.
0: That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. Anyway, always good to see you guys when you can come. Um, uh, great to connect with lots of folks. So, uh, encourage you to definitely look into that. Um, the other announcement that I wanted to uh deliver, if I can find my little announcement thing. There's my little announcement thing. So on, uh, so this coming weekend is Maple Moot. The weekend after that, on Saturday, May 27th, is going to be our May showcase for space. So we have a lot of new stuff going on in our space program. New languages we're teaching, new um, uh, sort of humanity subjects we're teaching, more creative writing that we're teaching, all kinds of things going on uh, in our space program. Um, so I, w- what we're doing on Saturday, May 27th, uh, is a showcase, uh, consisting of a whole bunch of what we call space capsules, uh, which are half hour mini classes, uh, for space. These are not just like lectures or advertisements or infomercials for space or something like that. These are actual little mini classes. So the, 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 the teacher is going to lead a discussion for half an hour on the topic of that, uh, of that, um, of that module um and so the thing that you can do right now this week is you can go to the link that was just posted there uh and uh there we go i think i can post it to youtube too i am multi talented look at that okay um maybe it can work maybe it won't anyway so uh <laughs> no it logged me out that was delightful okay never mind fine it's all good um but uh so um the you you go to this page on this page, you see there's a registration link. There's one up here and there's another one down here. Um, and the registration link brings you to a form where you can express interest in one or more of these sessions. That's if you want to participate as a student live. So what's going to happen is we're going to have you know, the, 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 the teachers and students um, doing these space capsules all day long. And people will also be able to sort of attend passively and just watch. That will also be, that will also be available. Uh, right now, we are solidifying uh, the participation across the board for, for people to come who would like to participate. There's, of course, no charge uh, for this. This is just to sort of help people to get a glimpse of the stuff that's coming up in space. And you can see there's all kinds of things going on here, from some Tolkien stuff We've got new, better, do better teaching on the realm of Arnor. We've got James Tauber looking at the history of Middle Earth before the Lord of the Rings. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, Dune and Lovecraft going on. We've got some creative writing happening. We have uh, uh, some linguistics and language stuff. You can learn about the International Phonetic Alphabet. You can uh, learn about you can learn Japanese. Uh, uh, all kinds of things uh, going on. Uh, you can learn about. Uh, about ubuntu you can learn about african philosophy um all manner of things happening uh on that day introduction to classical mythology Uh, so many things so um i encourage you to check this out and then there'll be another link that'll be posted for uh uh, people who just want to attend and watch but for now if you'd like to participate uh there's still time to get involved in that so just a glimpse into what's coming up in our upcoming season there in space all right and now let us return to the announcement. It's like an award ceremony. This, this is essentially, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, just think of all these actors who are finding out whether their dreams are coming true, like whether they're going to get their dream roles.
1: Um, and of course, I of have on things. pretty good authority that at least one person might be excited.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. We'll see. Um, okay. So, uh, some of this, of course, uh, now that we're in season six, there's there, you know, we've already done five sets of casting before, uh, sometimes for our frames, sometimes for our, uh, our primary, um, our primary uh, seasons. Uh, so we have a number of, uh, of folks who have already been, uh, who have already been cast. Um, and so we're going to be recapping some of those things, especially because some of that's needed for context for the characters that we're going to be, uh, that we're going to be talking about. Um, and can I just say, like, obviously uh, his casting as uh, Estelle uh, is clearly where Timothy Chalamet got his big break. Right. I mean, right? I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty clear that they picked him up for Dune after, the work that he did, uh, as Estel in the, in the frame, uh, in the Simphone project. I mean, uh, we really plucked him out of obscurity and, mm-hmm. uh, put him into the spotlight, I think. Uh, yeah.
1: You, you know, it's interesting you say that because the kind of like unwitting savior figure, like that's very Paul Atreides. And so it it, it's, it, in fact, we may have, in fact, typecast him. I think we did. That's exactly it. That's exact because this is we we cast
0: him in season three, didn't we? We were casting like teenage Aragorn, right? Yes. The season three frame. Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think I mean it. It just it it has all of the fingerprints of that, right? That clearly they were like, oh man, this guy they have you know playing teenage Estelle in the frame of season three of film film. He'd be perfect for Paul Atreides. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's kind of amazing how um and that was five years ago i mean that was at least five years ago wasn't
1: it it's in the neighborhood
2: probably yeah yeah, i don't know
1: (laughs) i I don't remember things in real time now i just measure time in some film seasons
2: it (laughs) might have been 2017 but it might not have
1: i really don't have been can't can't really tell (laughs) yeah i i hear that
0: i hear that um okay uh all right. Yes. I, for, I keep forgetting. Marie, I don't know if it's symptomatic that I keep forgetting that we cast Benedict Cumberbatch for Elrond. That was like seven or
2: eight years ago. That, I mean, that was the very,
0: the very first time. round of, of season one.
1: That, yeah.
2: that was season one casting.
1: Marie is never forget, forgetting. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: right. No. So, so it's not my choice, but you yeah. know, it's other people's choice. That's fine. I never watched Sherlock. That's probably why I don't like the guy because. I don't like Khan, but you know, whatever. That's, that's me.
3: Um,
2: But it turned out, I went back in the boards to look at suggestions that have been made in season one for elves and various things to see if we had missed someone that I could have suggested for this season. Right. Turns out that back in 2015, someone on our boards said, you know, who might make a good elf, like maybe Elrond for the season one casting would be Joseph Malle.
3: Hmm.
2: Who plays Adar who in *Rings Adar of Power* the Rings season, season of power. one? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I saw that. I'm like, well, speaking of yeah. suggesting someone ahead of time, this yeah. guy would make a good Elrond. <laughs> <Ta-da>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think yeah. he would have made a great Elrond, actually.
2: Uh, have... uh, now so yeah, so now if I ever get mad about, it, I'll just be like, well, we could have, we didn't nominate him, so like yeah. it was never yeah. went anywhere. But that suggestion was made, and it was a mm-hmm. good one. I believe it was Hakan who had made that suggestion. Okay, yeah. so. I just, I'll just use that as my headcanon. It's fine.
0: There you go. You
1: there mean go. your internal adaptation?
2: Yes. Yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make it a thing.
0: So, yeah. So, this is, we don't, um, and this is <clears throat> almost all we need for the frame, right? We don't, we're not casting anybody for the frame. Right. We're, we
2: don't need any characters. new casting. It's mm-hmm. all already done because we're reusing characters we've already introduced. Right. So, that's okay. exciting. That we finally yeah. have built up enough characters we could just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> use our right.
0: existing ones. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then we have... Sorry, and this is the uh, the rest of the frame cast, right? Um, mm. Caliborn, very, very supporting cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? Our Galadriel. Wow, that was another really long time ago. That was season two, wasn't mm. it?
2: Correct. Yeah. Both yeah. of those were cast in season two.
0: Yeah, yeah. And... Um, which one is which one is Gore Is this the one down on the bottom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: He's been in movies with blonde hair, so I'm sure we used a picture of blonde-haired him to cast him. Right.
0: But... Yeah. Presumably. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was trying to get vaguely current photos of the actors. Right. right. So.
0: Good. Good. Um, the guy on the bottom right is this Ben Ben Wishaw down here on the bottom right? Check. Guy with a beard on this bottom right of the slide. Yes, I
1: think so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay.
0: What's he from? What do I? What do I know him from? I'm. Forget- I know he's not on the current list, so.
2: No idea. No. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I don't know him.
0: Sorry. I'm just doing that th- It's this is um, this is the game that I am constantly playing when my wife and I are watching movies. Is like I, I'm pretty good at recognizing faces, though it sometimes takes me a while to put it together. But yeah. um, it really, I'm one of those people that like, it really bugs me until I can figure out like where I remember the person from. So,
1: yeah, I had to really struggle last night to convince my wife that Cheaty from The Good Place was in fact in the New Guardians movie. Right. Which he is. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, IMDb is very useful for that. Because if right. you're watching something and like, where have I seen this person? No, before? that's what,
0: that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, um, I, that's when the, uh, the annoyance of not being to rem- able to remember overcomes the desire to figure it out myself. Uh, that's, uh, I, that's, um, I always feel a vague sense of shame when I have to go to IMDb. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So main story. So here are already cast elves. We have, um, all right, we've got right Paul Bettany as Thingol, which I still think is a great casting.
1: By yeah, the way, he's a, a, he's amazing.
0: I'm a huge fan. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been becoming a bigger and bigger fan of that casting the more time has gone by. Um, so uh, so yeah, Paul Bettany as Thingol. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Vice uh, is uh, is uh, is Melian. I don't know her very well. Um,
1: um, did you see
2: the Black Widow movie?
0: Yes. Oh
1: yeah, she's her mom.
0: Oh, the mom! okay, right, right, gotcha, gotcha, I did
2: I did yeah, that's one of her more recent things she's she's done a lot oh stuff. yeah she has a she's an extensive career, but right. Again, Marvel is usually a good go-to. This is the person's role in
3: Marvel.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I am still caught up on the Marvel stuff. So that that, that, that will work for me. So, yeah. yeah. And you're right. Like, because Marvel has seems to like from the beginning, seems to have practically set out to be uh, like, let's get every famous actor that can possibly be gotten in one way or another. um, Mm -hmm. It is helpful.
1: So weird to see Bill Murray come on the screen. (laughs)
3: Strange.
0: <laughs> yeah. um okay and then we've got our Luthian, jessica brown Finlay, whom we've talked mm-hmm. about uh before we've got uh beleg and mablung in the top left and top right corner there respectively um uh and dairon in the bottom right hand corner um which um uh which i still um uh I still really, I don't, I, 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 I still don't know him. Um, but like every time I see his face, I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Like that. He's, 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 he's a perfect guy. Yeah.
3: That's
0: the guy. That's the guy. Um, okay. So those are our basic Doriath elves who are already established. We don't really need any new Doriath elves, uh, in this season. Um, other Noldor of note, uh, we have uh, Finrod there, top left. Nico Ever Swindell. Uh, Sam Claflin uh, rather, is Kelegorm in the bottom left. Uh, Kurafin, Penn Barnes, um, which I kind of love, actually. Yeah, no. Um, I kind of love Kurafin. Apart from the... Um, T-Mobile commercials, which kind of uh, erodes his gravitas a little bit. But with that exception, I'm uh, it's it's fine. It's fine. I think he can do a very good job uh, as, uh, as as Kurafin. Um, is uh, Celebrimbor... Which one do we have the as flash. Celebrimbor? Which one is Auradrath?
2: Um, okay. Ezra Miller, they're um, Celebrimbor, and... Toby Rebound. So the one and on the very bottom who's blonde is Oradreth. Yeah. Is Oradreth, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure he had not yet been cast as a flash when we cast him as Kelly Brimbor.
2: Really? Um, okay. I don't remember when we did this, though so I don't yeah. and I don't know mm-hmm. when the flash happened, but <laughs> it was a while ago. It was a yeah. while ago.
0: In any case, I, yeah, I mean it's I actually didn't have the flash, so I'm just completely useless here. <laughs> someday Nick there's going to be an entire documentary right on right? like the actors who be. got their big break from you know in yeah. the, in the film film project um, yeah. somebody should make that <laughs> somebody should somebody should that would be good um, yeah.
2: although realistically it's also very indicative of people who listen to film film what are they watching yes <laughs> at the time because yes. we definitely went through here like here's the game of thrones actors here's the vikings actors here's the vikings here's the... actors yes exactly and, yeah.
1: and yet we have somehow avoided casting either of the winchester boys from supernatural
2: <laughs> we've nominated them for a few things and I by know. we <laughs> right. i mean right.
0: i was uh i was going to mention the cast of supernatural but yes
3: yes
2: we do
1: we um, do have
2: someone from supernatural in this slideshow by uh, the way because okay. there's a lot of actors who have been on that show, <laughs> the- yeah, right.
1: they're another one that yeah,
2: I mean among other people, Paris Hilton was on that show
1: right,
0: right, wide cast indeed uh so uh una cap una Chaplin playing Duriel, who dies in this season, so this is yes a, this is a I wanted to make season. sure
2: we got her included in this group, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, um okay, and Of so, I mean, of these, Celebrimbor clearly has the smallest role in this season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, but definitely importantly present there, as this is the separation, right? Between him and exactly,
2: Griffin. this is the season where he separates from his dad, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, okay, all right, good, good, um. And, all right, now, new elves to cast. Um, Now, we don't have very many, and they're relatively minor, (laughs) as I I recall. Most of our bigger casting is uh, human uh, in this season, but, okay, so... Uh, the general, and we had it, we already had our season six episode where we talked about casting and we, we went through kind of things that we're looking for and everything. Um, and I'm looking forward to being reminded of all the things that I said in that episode, which I have now utterly forgotten by this point. So, um, uh, so that's fine. And I'll be wholly susceptible to, um, um, having the past changed on me and I'll never know the difference, uh, of what I, what I said I wanted, but not that anyone would do that. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm just. I'm just saying, if it happened, I wouldn't know. Okay, so for elves, uh, we do. It's hard to cast elves that are. It's not impossible, but it's hard to cast elves that are very, you know, very much short. You know, really, really short. Um, not impossible, but it's hard. Uh, and we generally look for between the age of 25 and 40, and then ideally people who can just pretty much stay there and not age. That's that's yes. the other thing that we look for. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Willing and most to final... submit to full body scans for future,
0: <laughs> right? Because we will be replacing you with CGI in a few years, so yes, that you
2: yes. will stop aging. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of actors who look pretty much the same <laughs> so over true. a long range of their careers. So, true. so we're just it's looking so for ageless actors.
0: You know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it, which doesn't seem too much to ask, um, yeah. especially in exchange for the glory of being in some film. Films. So um, the uh, I, it, most of the Noldor will be dark haired. Of course, it is possible to wear wigs, though uh, it's always it's a little bit preferable to have somebody whose natural coloration actually fits the it's, color of the hair that they're supposed to be wearing. But
1: it's typically easier to go darker with hair color. Um, going f- somebody's complexion going from a dark hair color to a lighter hair color, that's when it starts to get a little bit more noticeable, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Icon says Although, those imaginary paychecks better be good. And I got to tell you, like, we pay a very great deal of imaginary money to our actors. Yes. I mean, the yeah. most, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> more imaginary money than
2: they get from almost any other production they're in. Yeah.
0: True. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Marie, you were going to say something.
2: Was I? Oh, I think I was just going to mention that Tolkis is blonde and Tolkis is the rock. But yes. that's what happens when you're a Vala. It doesn't matter if your hair coloring matches your natural complexion no, or not.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, rules are pretty much out when you can yeah. pretty much, uh, you know, make your... Look
2: like a tree if you want to, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but for the elves, yeah, it would be nice if it looks like it would work well to put a dark-haired wig or a blonde-haired wig on various actors. Right,
0: exactly. Okay, so the, the chief um, elves that we're looking for are for the, uh, the, the, the crew that goes with Finrod, right? So they're in for, what, two episodes?
1: One in which they talk and one in which they're killed off one by one? <laughs> right, well, <laughs> I mean, they... As, as actual characters, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. they've been on screen as background characters in Nargothrond for a couple of episodes leading up to this. Right. so that you would have seen them and heard them and recognized that they're part of Finrod's group. But yeah, their main role is to be his loyal supporters who leave with him and um, then
1: die by being eaten by werewolves. It, it, right. um, it would probably behoove the casting director to arrange for them to have shown up in episodes as early as season five, because we mm-hmm. do spend a, a, a decent chunk of time in uh, Norgothrond the early episodes of season five. Right,
0: Um, okay. Um, excellent. And, um, so I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking at these actors because I know nothing about them. So it's Brett McKenzie, Ed Spilliers, JJ Field, and Sam Riley. Um, and I'm looking at what they've done. Oh man. So there's one Sam Riley who is in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies which is a great recommendation. Um, And then another, J.J. Field, um, the one in the top right here, who has played Henry Tilney in Northanger Abbey. So we've got some strong uh, Jane Austen and pseudo-Jane Austen connections here, which is always a recommendation to me, or at least it makes it more likely that I will have seen their work before. Um, Okay, okay. Um, You've also
2: seen Brett McKenzie. Right, He's in Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
0: right. He is a an elf in the background. Oh yeah. Isn't right. he Fitwig?
2: Yeah, Figwit. Yeah.
0: Figwit. Fig yeah. Or okay. whatever. Yeah. Fig, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um We gotta we gotta find a home for him somewhere.
0: That's true. That's true. I can see an argument for this. Um mm. Right, he's the New Zealand guy, and so mm-hmm. Inglor. Inglor is the one who is like the sort of senior elf of the group, right? He's the one who's like mm-hmm. uh, pretty much, at least the uh, the impression that I got from Ilana's episode there was that he was kind of like Finrod's lieutenant as they were, you know, setting forth there.
2: Yeah, the idea is that he's the old friend from Valinor, right? In contrast to the others, who are elves of Beleriand who are younger and are involved in the war. So his loyalty is the, I've been with you for this whole journey. The other guys are like, well, this is the right thing to do. And we're stoked for, right. you know, all, right. so just, just some contrast of motivations. But yeah, we wanted someone established. And obviously the reason we chose the name Inglor is because this is the father of Gildor Inglorian. Right, right.
0: I was going to say, it's also like clear that he's such a good friend with Finrod that Finrod gave him his name when he was done using it. So, yeah, pretty much. Inglor of course, one of Finrod's original names, uh, yes. before Tolkien <laughs> changed his name to Finrod. So, yeah. um yes. 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 Well,
2: we we went with the idea that Tolkien always treated the published Lord of the Rings as the definitive version, so he would rewrite the other stories to somehow make what was written in Lord of the Rings work. Right. So, right. now Ingler's a new guy hanging out with Finrod instead of Finrod.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's it that's a That seems an appealingly Tolkienian solution to the problem, right? Take Mm -hmm. the established text and and find a way to explain it, right? So, Gildor and Gorion of the House of Finrod, that works. That works. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, without further ado. Drumroll. Ed Spaliers wins. Oh, man. He was like the least of the ones I was looking at. Let's see. Ah, so
2: he's in Aragon.
1: He's in Aragon. And, and, and he's Downton in Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Other things you might have seen. I don't know.
1: I, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I was trying
2: to think of most I'm likely things. I'm pretty sure
1: to... that, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Downton Abbey was on your, on your radar.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, um, right. My my own primary viewing experience is going to be um, uh, uh, Marvel and Star Wars and uh, also lots of uh,
3: British Puget. period
0: yeah. dramas. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty strong in all of those <laughs> things. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. Um, I remember him in Downton Abbey. He was a rel- he was a footman, a relatively minor character, as I recall. Now that I look at him thinking about that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, from, from, from footman in Downton Abbey to, uh, Lieutenant Elf in Film Film Project. That seems
2: a logical career arc and um i think most of the nominees had fairly high bar heads which is right. something we've been doing with our elves i don't right. know if it's deliberate or not but we keep picking people with big foreheads so
0: and that's interesting i don't think i'd noticed that but i'm also not totally surprised by that
2: yeah well it's the whole what does it make to have someone look like an elf like, right. what does that mean and right. I, on some film i i think it helps if they if they have the higher the higher forehead Right. that's mm. that's interesting
0: almost in a like um uh sociological experiment kind of yeah what does that way, mean i don't way, know frankly yeah
3: Is I mean, that a
1: physiognomy thing or right yeah I mean, how you it, say
0: that f- physiognomy yeah yeah sure is that right yeah. okay yeah, yeah that's right um uh yeah yeah um okay let's see um our nominees for Edra Hill, the first of our younger elves. And so these are these are people that we wanted. although they're, you know, uh, doubtless centuries old um, uh, or at least a couple centuries old because they were born in Beleriand. So they're still genuinely young, even from an elvish perspective. Um, right. But we're, right. we were definitely looking for young or at least very young looking uh, male actors for these. Correct. Um, they don't need to look like, you know children, but we definitely want them to look like almost college age to basically pass for something like a a human who would be like fresh out of college or something like that is the kind of...
2: Yeah, young adult is what we were looking for. Someone who has some innocence about them.
0: Okay. all right, And so our nominees were Dan Rowe, Dylan O'Brien, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Tom uh, how do you say that? Macho? Macho? I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I, um, I I don't know he will have to uh, he will have to forgive me okay I don't know unfortunately Dan Rowe who's on the top left there or anything he's been in um, unfortunately mm, um, O'Brien um, who is I think which one is he is he
2: bottom left bottom left okay yeah, yeah. um, um so Dan Rowe was in a recent thing called Daisy and the Six, I think. It was like about oh, yeah, music.
0: Oh, saw that.
2: If you saw I, a trailer for it, maybe. I saw a trailer he, for it, yeah. He plays the younger version of one of the characters. Right. I, I believe. Okay. Um, and then Dylan O'Brien is in Teen Wolf and in Maze Runner.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: I have to admit that his inclusion is solely because this character gets eaten by a werewolf.
0: Right, right, yeah. Well, there's some. Like, um,
2: certain simplicity. literally the only reason he was suggested was because we need someone to get eaten by a werewolf. Here's a guy on Teen Wolf. He can get <laughs> eaten by a werewolf. So you know. if, 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 if you don't like him, just ignore him. Move on to the other two.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, here's what I'm going to, because I don't think I know these guys from any of the things that they've been in. So, oh, just looking, okay. looking, I'm just, I'm just gonna look at their faces and say who Aaron I think Taylor
1: Johnson has played Quicksilver on Marvel. In Marvel. He was, uh, he was, what's her name?
2: Wanda Maximus. Wanda's, brother.
1: yeah, uh, twin brother. Yes.
2: The one who dies in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What?
1: Gotcha. You didn't see that coming? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I know one. Right. Yeah. I, I do remember him, of course.
1: Um, uh right,
0: Pietro Maximov. Gotcha.
1: And one of these guys looks like he could play like a biopic version of younger Jim Carrey. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's Dylan O'Brien in the bottom yeah. left, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um he could also uh he could also take a stab at teenage uh uh like Robert Sean Leonard as well. But mm. um anyway, um okay, so
2: but which one's an elf? That's all you which have one's to do. An Pick an elf.
0: Which one's an elf? Okay. I'm going to say, of the three, just, and I'm this is me making a a, a a judgment merely on their headshots here, I would go with Dan Rowe, top left. That would be my, that would be my, I think uh, it's um, a combination of the shape of his Facial bones and how his ears stick out that make me think he would work. Um, he barely needs prosthetics. I mean, like he's he's practically
1: there. Just a little, a little pinch. Little Just pain. a little,
0: yeah, yeah. A little, little point. Yeah, out. yeah. Exactly. It would really yeah. be. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, how how dr- dramatic is the point of ears on film? Film is really an open question.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, let's not.
3: <laughs> well,
0: I. I mean I think you have to go to some extent like there's um uh you know I mean to to, to some extent it's mere cussed mindedness to try to insist on something like elves don't have pointed ears right mm. I mean like you can make the argument um yes. that Tolkien doesn't insist on it and you can certainly make the argument that to Tolkien it's not Important. It's not central. Like it's it's not critical. He, he spends
2: to... a lot more time describing eyes, so much and more. hair, yeah, than mentioning
1: the ears. That's true. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> right. It's not like they're bellworts. It's true.
2: Yeah, no,
0: it, precisely. That's just exactly <sighs> it. So, um, uh. But yeah, I mean, so but like leaf shaped ears.
2: I mean, what do you think a leaf looks like, right? Like, there's got to well, be well,
0: lots of things. But, um, <laughs> uh, but like, I mean, I am going to Maple Moot this weekend, so some uh, leaves yep. are oak you know, leaves,
3: oak leaves. <laughs> yes, could and oak leaves. how
2: often does Tolkien describe beech leaves? Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just I know mentioning. No,
0: I'm not that. saying that they're not. I'm not yeah, saying, but this yeah. is the point, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, if if somebody doing an adaptation were to say, you know what? Screw it. Tolkien doesn't emphasize this. We're not having elves have pointy ears. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go against the whole point of year trend and we're just gonna have our elves have normal ears like everybody else. That could be done. Like that would be a defensible adaptation choice to be made. Um but like you'd be doing so much hard work for what gain? Like what on earth is the point? Like why not have elves have
1: saving money on prosthetics? <laughs>
0: okay. Fortunately, however, our budget is unbounded, so we don't have sure. to worry about that. Um, also, they're not that expensive. They're not, also. Yeah. And, uh, and also, just think, you can convert unnecessarily large, floppy hobbit feet uh, into, like, 30 sets of elf ears. So, I mean, sure. talk about economizing, right? Mm-hmm. You can both economize and make hobbits not look stupid by not giving them huge, floppy feet, mm-hmm. uh, for which... Um, which is a test that almost every single adaptation has failed. No, every single uh, adaptation has failed. Um, Peter Jackson, The Rings of Power, failed this equally. Uh, and
2: I'm trying to remember the stage production, um, the Toronto oh, yeah, that, and London yeah, right, uh, the, musical.
0: The Toronto the musical, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't remember if they I... gave The Hobbits floppy feet. You they, can... uh, they're not
2: floppy. I mean, they were walking around on stage, so it was very practical they might have had yeah. large shoes but it was very right. practical
1: you can make do. the case that at least slightly larger feet help, help the proportion thing the proportion you know help us like key into the scale a little bit better uh but large heads are better for that and i don't see them doing that
0: so. No. So No. Um, Yeah, I I would say that feet out of proportion with the rest of their bodies is not a big help, in my opinion. And it certainly isn't a big help to convey the thing that... You know, is important for their characters uh, that they are deft in their movements. Which it is awfully hard to be deft in your movements with those big floppy feet that they're always given in movies. Um, Sorry, I've I digressed onto a pet peeve, which I totally shouldn't do. So, pick an elf, but I did. (laughs) Danro, Danro's my pick. Let's see, and I won. Oh yes, (laughs) everybody agrees with me because he's got a really high forehead, Marie. So I think (laughs) there you go.
2: I, I think that helps, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, his forehead is really striking in this headshot here. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: And well, and he total... has fairly striking eyes too. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, and uh, I and I mean the back to the. Like actual serious contribution that you made to um to (laughs) to our prosthetics discussion just now and the elf ear discussion, you're absolutely right. Um, Tolkien spends a great deal of time focusing on the eyes uh, of elves, like that's a a frequently mentioned thing uh, in their physical descriptions. And so, actually, color. Of eyes less often. He just will talk about how they're like shining and bright or sparkling. They're all kinds of luminescent piercing. sort of words. Yeah, piercing, <laughs> yeah, piercing. That's a common one. Um, but um, uh, anyway, so yes, uh, having somebody whom you look at their face and you're just like, oh, those eyes, right? right. Doesn't mean they have to be blue, but but yeah, Danro, you've got you've got nice eyes. Congratulations, you, you get the part. You are Edra Hill and you get to be devoured by a wolf very quickly but we will have enjoyed your work all the way up through and including that point um okay anedrion similar same basic sort of category
2: there yeah um, it's his younger brother
0: yeah his, his younger brother. That's right. Uh, so supposed to be a sibling of the first one. Um, we have Joseph Quinn. Tom Tom Holland got nominated for this. <laughs> okay, okay. Tom Holland, who's Spider Man, of course. The recent Marvel Spider Man. Um, uh, Spider Man. What Mark Three or I think it's Mark Three. Anyway, whatever. Um, um, who? Hang on. Adam Long. Who's that? I, I know him. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, hmm. Uh. Okay. Um, no, I don't. Okay. Maybe he just looks like somebody I know. Okay. Um, and of course, right. I would have taken me a minute to place Joseph Quinn, uh, um, uh, Eddie from Stranger Things, season four. Yeah.
1: Um, um. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that was, that was that that character snuck up on me, was yep. being awesome.
0: Oh man, um, the uh, the the master of puppets scene on top of the trailer, just <laughs> amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. Um, actually, helped me discover that entire album. Uh yeah like well, for me one of the enduring impacts of uh, Stranger Things season 4 is my solid. rediscovery of the fact over the last few months that like Metallica's first 3 albums were really mind-blowingly amazing like <laughs> yes. Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning holy cow they are so yeah. good
3: yeah. um yeah. yeah
0: anyhow yeah so um however Though I like him, and I would love to come back with him. I don't think he would be my choice here. In fact, I have a hard time. I have a really hard time with this choice. Because especially the way that these have been sequenced, right? I mean, we just came from Ed Hosey's brother, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at Dan Rowe with his soulful eyes and his high forehead and thinking who's going to be his brother, right? Um, and I... Adam Long is the one who looks least like him, right of these three, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be hard. So I'd have to go with either Joseph Quinn or Tom Holland. Tom Holland seems like we should maybe save him for a more significant role than yes. Enedrian uh the elf. He's, he is a little short for an elf as well. He is also a little short. Yeah, what what is what's his what's his height?
1: Oh, he's probably my height.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, you know, five six. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's
1: shorter than me. Wow. I'm taller yeah. I think first.
2: he's five six
0: and a
1: half.
0: Five six so and a half. half. I, I love that. Yeah. Half. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Five, six and a half. Um yes. I
1: mean I'm a good five six and three quarters, so like, yeah. there's no <laughs> right. way, Tower I'm, no way over I'm gonna Tom give Hoffman up give up that quarter inch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um okay. Okay. Yeah, that is that is I mean again, you can you can get around it, but it's mm-hmm. you know Un- un- now, unnecessary awkwardness too
2: now as far as not looking like brothers i for t v you almost never have to pick someone who really looks like a close right. family member, right. and In we fact, can you do
1: kind of prefer them to not be that close yeah. yeah and
2: you can put wigs on them so honestly if you 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 if you said you liked um Adam along for an elf better. I wouldn't worry about the fact that he doesn't look like his brother. Because, like, we could just give him identical wigs so they can have the same hair on different faces and it'll be
1: fine. And these guys are in like two total episodes. So maybe having them be more or less differentiated is not terrible.
2: Exactly. (laughs) That's That's true. So I'm just saying for for those purposes, yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah, we're not Um, looking for identical twins or anything here.
0: I, um, you know, Joseph Quinn hang on a second let me um, so having immediately ruled out Adam Long I'm now going to vote for him just because (laughs) the other two I both I'm going to say both of them for other roles Mm -hmm. actually Um, uh, so I I, I think for that reason I'm kind of having Adam Long back into this role essentially Mm. Um,
1: it's got to be a great human bard that we could give to joseph quinn
0: okay so you know who i'm thinking of for joseph quinn Mm. i'm thinking like dorlas or maybe Mm. even Brondier. oh okay yeah
1: it'd
0: be it'd be interesting i think he'd be Mm. um in fact he could be a really good Brondier. i'm thinking you know like the sort of sardonic uh you know, sort of sardonic, sort of self-loathing, but some sense of like dignity and gravitas, and mm. and uh, I, there's
2: there's you know I, I, or you know, and in yeah. contrast with Turn that would all be pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, no, I, I mm. yeah, Tom Holland, I'm not sure, but I, I I'm I'm feeling, uh, human character for Tom oh. Holland instead of Do you know who he,
1: who I'd love to see Tom Holland as, uh, Prince Imrahil.
0: Ooh, that's really interesting. He'll be old enough by then. Yeah.
2: <laughs> How old is Tom Holland now? He's Always. Probably in his 20s. Yeah, 27. 20s. I mean, he's older than he looks,
1: for sure. He's older than he looks, yeah.
0: So he's 27 yeah. now. In 10 years, he'll look in his 20s. So, um, uh, so yeah. So that's good. Um, Prince Emery Hill? Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, sorry, sorry Steve. I'm killing Steve because I'm like... The reveal, all right? Okay, sorry, Steve. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and yes, oh, two for two. Okay, yeah. So I actually I haven't looked. I, I literally don't know who is coming at. I, I I always try <laughs> not fair. to look so that I don't know. Um, okay, all right. That's part of the fun. Okay, so it was it was it was tight. I it looks like many people agreed that uh, Tom Holland was probably that this was in the role for him. Um, but um, but yeah, let's come back to Joseph Quinn. I would want to. I, I, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> so somebody out there make a note. I think Joseph Quinn would be a really great uh, guy in Hill during the Turin story. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing Brondeer. I could see Dorlas. I could see Hunthor, but I would want him to play one of the more conflicted roles, like Dorlas or, or Brondeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, I think I think I think that could be. Uh, I think it could really work. All right, and now. A new dwarf. So, um, the dwarves are going to have beards. The dwarves of Belagost have darker hair. The dwarves of Nogrod have fairer hair. They're called the Fire Beards. Doesn't mean they all have to be redheads, but. um,
2: A mix of redheads and blondes, probably, and just lighter hair coloring, whether it's. Lighter coloring. Light light brown, blonde, or red. Yeah, instead of a darker.
0: The, what what we're looking at is for the dwarves whom to whom from whom Finrod is going to commission the Naglamir.
2: Right. Right. At yeah. We're beginning. we're looking at Zirak of Nograd for this yeah. season. So yeah. he's the one who makes the Naglomir.
0: Okay. Great. So Zirak. Um. We have. Uh. Uh. Oh man, it's really hard not to. Um be biased in favor of the best beard on the page. You know, like that's, mm. uh, that's a seriously. Um, uh, now, again, you can, you can, you can always artificially augment the beard, but. Um, right. You know. And for the can... dwarves,
2: we probably would intend to, because if you're going to have a fairly massive beard, that's probably not going to be natural. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, the. Um, the one of these that I think I know best, um, uh, so we, is um, Alan Leach from sure. *Downton Abbey*. Sure. Uh, the one on the the one on the right, the mm-hmm. one who looks most clean cut and least dwarf like uh, in his headshot here. Um,
2: Sorry, yeah, you hard. have to use your imagination in this one. That's yeah. why I'm like they're gonna have beards, but here's what their face looks like.
0: <laughs> right. For that reason, his, it's a little harder, right? He, he's, he definitely has a disadvantage. Um, uh, yeah, he's the one who plays, right, Branson. I'd forgotten the name. Um, the uh, chauffeur who marries the daughter. Um, uh, okay. How about the other two? The guy on the left is uh, John Holgenacker?
3: Sure.
1: I don't know him. I know don't Wyatt know Russell.
2: Okay, so yeah, so yeah, Wyatt Russell is the son of Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And oh, the guy Goldie at the Haan. bottom with the big beard is Kurt Russell's yes. son. Yes. Yeah, and his mom's Goldie Hawn.
1: Right. And he is U.S. agent um, in Marvel. Yes, <laughs> the second Captain America.
2: Yeah. Um, oh right, the the
0: the the like the replacement Captain America who gets brought in in the in the series. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Gotcha.
2: Yes, um, the guy on the left is um there were some budweiser commercials a while ago where you had this guy dressed up as a king and people are coming to the court and presenting night
0: right the width yeah and the yeah, uh-huh. yeah okay
2: no I, so I he's remember. the king in the bud light commercials the king in the bud light commercials um i believe he's also done actual real acting roles but the whole if you don't know who he is that's probably what you see no i
0: <laughs> i um uh yes having uh Watched a little bit of live football. I saw that commercial. (laughs) So, so yes. Yes. uh, Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um.
1: Wyatt Russell in uh, in the the Marvel show he was in. I've never seen somebody combine, like, subtle acting with scenery chewing at kind of the same time. Mm -hmm. Which Mm -hmm. was really interesting. um like to yeah. play somebody that over the top in a way that came off really nuanced right right yeah
0: um I I, I I did I you know I did like his work in that um in that series um I have to say so here's I'll tell you what I'm focused on when I'm casting a dwarf. When I'm casting a dwarf, uh, I'm looking at this. Right? Because they're going to have a beard and it's probably going to be fake. Right? And they're probably going to have a wig, too. Right? So it's and really probably like...
1: probably a forehead appliance.
2: Possibly. Well, we, we don't necessarily want to go too overboard on the prosthetics, because you can't no. act through, through full facial prosthetics no. very yeah. easily.
0: Um, but... But it's so it's it's primarily like the sort of eyes and nose that I'm kind of mm-hmm. kind of looking at and kind of imagining in like dwarf and dwarf setting. And as far as like the eyes, the um, White Russell's a little young. Mm. That's I mean, he looks young. His face looks like you'd almost have to age him. Right. Because this character yeah. is Gamal Zirak later. Yeah.
2: <laughs> in yeah. a few years,
0: he he's got to be, be yes. an old dwarf.
3: Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, of course, so. we could age him significantly, um, but um, John Hoganaker is, has like, mm. the, just the mere fact that he looks older, um, uh, you know, him with, you know, some, uh, uh, some, some prosthetics and some, uh, you know, I would say probably like silver hair already at this point, right? I mean, he's not going to be a young dwarf. He's not going to be um, an up and comer. This is going to be one of their great craftsmen. Right.
1: But he's not Gamel Zirak yet, though.
0: No, he's not yet. Right. He doesn't have to be. No, I'm saying right. silver, not white. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he, okay. he, he would be aged later on. but... Um, um,
2: right. So we're going to uh, yeah. kill him off in about 50 years. So if he's going to be an we're gonna, old door. Are we, dwarf... we going to kill him off in Thingold's basement
0: in 50 years? Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I figured. Yeah. yeah.
2: So basically, if a aged dwarf is 250 like they die when they're 250 right? Right. right so an aged dwarf is getting up to 230 240 somewhere in there so if he's 50 years before that he's like you know 180 or whatever Gimli in Lord of the Rings is 139 right so he's right. older than Gimli but not by a lot
0: right he's so he's younger than at this age yeah right he's younger than Balin and Thorin in The Hobbit right yes. But maybe yeah. but not that much I mean he's going to be more yeah. like um
1: but definitely you know. older than Philly and Kili were. Yeah, in the, yeah. In... So significantly
0: so pro-
2: older. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Might not be much. Um, might be around the same age as Glowin, possibly in The Hobbit. Mm. Somewhere mm-hmm. in, the, in that in that ballpark. Mm. Like again, not Fili and Kili, but not Thorin in Balin either. Right. Um, right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so but I think all things considered, I think I'm going with age here. Um, okay. Wyatt Russell would be interesting. And again, he might be somebody, um, I could see him, you know, I could see him coming in, in, you know, in Hador's line at some point, uh, possibly. Uh, but, um, he, he certainly has the look for the house of Hador, uh, mm-hmm. if we want to go there at some point, um, or, you know, Rohan, uh, uh down the road or, uh, other similars. Um, okay. And... Okay, Wyatt Russell wins. That's okay. That's okay. All right. I didn't get that one right. I don't well, think I'm prepared to veto it. I mean, like, he's got the facial hair and structure for Dwarf. Like, that's totally fine. Mm. Um, I but kind if you of, want
2: someone yeah. older, you're allowed to choose. Like, it's up to you what you think. Mm.
1: Although, I I gotta say, I think the, the like narrow-pointed chin, that actually works best for us for dwarfs, after you put on the beard and makeup, right? Um, because you're not building out of like, like for me that would be a problem, right? Like I'm right. already gonna like <laughs> said you
3: have a very round face. <laughs> <yes. laughs>
1: yeah, that's already gonna be a problem <laughs> to start with. Right,
0: right. Um, okay. Oh, um, Steve says that uh, Russell was nominated for Umlach.
3: Okay, mm. all right. That- mm.
0: I was thinking that this image looked vaguely familiar. Actually, when we turned. I didn't recognize the other one, the more fully bearded one. Um, yeah, but I uh, think that was more recent. Yeah, right, right, okay, cool. All right, that's fine. I, I, I'm not prepared to veto that. I think that's. I think that. I think that that, that he's fine. Um, I, I think we could definitely make it work. Uh, kind of wish I'd thought of the age a little bit more. Earlier on, hmm. I didn't think of that. I think when we were, I don't remember that yeah. coming up when we were talking about it before. Uh, Might have been better to give that as a parameter in retrospect, but it's fine. We can we can work with it. We can work with it. Okay. Um, of the humans already cast, we have uh, Santiago Cabrera playing Barry here, Emily Swallow playing Emil Deer, and uh, Marina Sirtis playing uh, Andreth. Which I still love. Like, I there's nothing I don't love about that. Um, uh, yeah. No, this yeah. is um, this is excellent. This is excellent.
2: Yeah, and the, and Emily Swallow is the Supernatural actress, right? Okay. In this, yeah. Right. So there was somebody from Supernatural in here.
0: Right. 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 Um, what do I know Santiago Cabrera from? I don't remember. He's not looking extremely familiar, but I feel like I should know him. Um, oh, he's in Picard. I haven't seen Picard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting back to that.
1: The Three Musketeers?
0: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So our, the ones we're casting, of course. All right. New Mendeca- Oh, look. We have a whole map. This is great. A um, whole genealogical map. So we have um oh look at I'll look at your key here so born in ladros okay so the, the ones with the with the with the red diamond were born in ladros Mm-hmm.
2: And then the yellow diamond is born in Nargothrond. Nargothrond the right. um, point of showing you this is that the film genealogy is slightly different than Tolkien's. Right. We've compressed right. this part of the timeline. So right. it, it can get confusing as to how people are related. Right. So, this is to point out that in our story, uh, Beragund and Belegund are cousins to Bera here. Right. And therefore, for all three characters, Andreth is their aunt. Right, right, gotcha, gotcha,
0: yep, yeah, exactly. By the way, I was—I uh, just got to a couple weeks ago the passage in *The War of the Jewels* where uh, Christopher was explaining about how Tolkien, who had a genealogy more like ours, and then expanded it right because he decided that the arrival of humans in Valerian needed to be a little bit earlier on. I think that was still when he was trying to sort out the age of myglin Primarily, that he wanted. Right. Trying to yeah. situate. So yeah, he, he
2: wanted to insert 200 years into the timeline. Right. And therefore needed to of several generations of humans exactly. <laughs> to make that work. Exactly.
0: It didn't impact the elves, except for giving Maeglin time to grow up. It didn't impact the elves. Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, but it, but it impacted the humans. I was just talking um, last week, I think, about how um, Tolkien's approach to that, to the House of Hador and the House of Baron Right, like the house of Baron So originally Baron and Hador were the two leaders of their families when they came across the mountains. Um Baron Be-o? he decided Sorry, Bayar be- is what I meant. Sorry, yeah, Bayar be- and Hador. Um, Bayar he decides like Bayar still going to be the one who comes over the mountains, and I'm going to squeeze. A- I'm going to spread a couple of generations between him and Baron, basically, so uh, right. make him a more rem- remote ancestor of Baron. He was like originally his grandfather. I think it was pretty
2: great grandfather, maybe. But great grandfather, yeah. Bar right here. But now he's father, five what generations I mean. removed.
3: Yeah, exactly. so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he adds a bunch in there. Whereas with the House of Hador, instead of putting more generations between Hador and Hurin, he keeps them down and instead makes Hador not the one who comes across the mountains and adds Malach and all the other ones that everybody always forgets about, so... Mm -hmm.
2: um, And then there's two Hadors, or something yeah, anyway, yeah.
0: It's 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 kind of confusing. But it's interesting. I mean uh so yeah I was sitting there thinking uh thinking about uh just remembering our discussions of human genealogies back in season five um when we were uh when we were sorting all this stuff out. So okay anyway, right. So we've got uh Baragund, Belagund, here um who are all the nephews of Andreth. Um and we've got Morwin and Rion. There, okay, yep, yep. Um, good. Oops, okay.
2: Got the
0: wrong okay, so the ones we're casting first, we have Barragand. So we're starting. These are again back to our genealogy here. Uh, these are well, Baron's first cousins once removed, but uh, mm. they're they're his father's cousins. Um, mm-hmm. So, Baragund is the father of Mor. I always screw up which one is Morwin's dad and which one is Rion's dad. I'm Same. almost incapable of remembering that without looking it up. So, there's hence not, the family tree.
1: There's yeah. not a great like mnemonic device that you can use <laughs> there's, either. There's
0: really not. There's really not. At um, least nothing that I've ever been able to connect with. But anyhow, okay, right. So, Baragund, this is Morwin's father. Um, Correct. Uh, so, okay, right. So, yes. So we have um, this is Turin's grandfather that we are talking about here. Mm. Uh, this mm-hmm. is Tur- Turin Turambar's maternal grandfather, correct? Um, and uh, one of one of our outlaw band. Okay, um, but still. We did decide; still relatively young, right? These were not; these were mm-hmm. not aged people. Yeah. This is um, yeah. Barons, so they're fairly young, and yeah,
2: they're older than Baron, but younger than Bar- uh, Bar- here Barahir. Barahir, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and and um, Barahir is only forty-five to fifty in our.
1: I think no. we had Bregolas, who was their father, being um, pretty significantly younger. Than Bregor, yeah. his, his older brother. And yes. Andreth, right? I mean, and Andreth, and, yeah. yeah.
0: there's a gap there. Right. Yeah.
2: So, if you recall from last season, when Andreth was a young woman, um, Bragalas was a 14 year old boy.
0: Was a kid. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. what I was remembering. He yeah. was the one, yeah. he was the hooligan.
1: Along with right. singing youth and yes. the hooligan. Yes. And, he was yes. the hooligan.
0: And, and who was uh, the one, one of the ones who was really kind of like growing up into the new things in Ladros when they got there. Exactly. Right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. And unlike Barry here, who was only four when they moved. Right. So he completely grew up in Ladras. Right. So yeah, yeah,
0: he was not born there, but never really knew anything else. Um, right. right. Okay. All coming back to me. Okay. So Baragund, our two choices are Tim Ralzon and Manuel, uh, Manuel Garcia Rolfo. Okay. So let's see. Looking for my cheat sheet here. What do I know these from? I have not seen Shit's Creek though. I've heard good things about it. Um, and that's, uh, Tim Rosen who's in mm-hmm. that. Um, and, um, uh, okay. And let's see, Manuel Garcia, Rolfo,
1: the Lincoln lawyer.
0: Mm, no, never saw that. um,
1: the Magnificent Seven. Oh, the that's where seven, I've. But... Oh, it's 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 pretty pretty good as 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 an adaptation of an adaptation of an adaptation. It's pretty good.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, I hear that. Um, also, the kind of film my wife is less likely to be enthusiastic about watching. Um, but um, okay, all right. So I don't think I have. Uh, so I've got nothing there. Well, one significant difference. Manuel Garcia Rolfo, who is the one on the right here, right, um, is four inches taller than Tim and He's 6'3". Whoa. Ah, ah, hang on. Sorry. Accidental. Okay. Well, here we go. I Accidentally advanced. But there we are. Tim Rolzon wins. Okay. All right. All right. I actually, this headshot, I I like. That's good. That's good. I'm actually more... Fun. Sorry, I apologize for accidentally hitting the wrong button on uh, my mouse there.
1: Um, i sure everybody's really upset about finding the results earlier.
0: Yeah, I know. Right, exactly. Steve is like, hooray, he couldn't torture me as long this time. He accidentally ended the torture. All right, Tim Rose on. Yeah, it was a close match. Um, both of them, I think, could do... I kind of like the uh, sort of... Um, he has more of a, a, a sort of rugged look. I, I I'm liking the beard. I think he could do the it could do I think he could do his own beard uh in this uh in this role very easily. Okay. Alright, like it. Bellagund, his brother. We've got Matt Long and Michael C. Fox are our two. Anybody have any commendations here? I don't think... I know either one of these either. Wait, hang on a second. Um, Michael C. Fox was in Downton Abbey. Okay. Um, I don't remember him. Is he in later Downton Abbey? Came a point where my wife stopped watching *Downton Abbey*, so I'm I'm weak on the later seasons of *Downton Abbey*. Um, okay. Uh, aesthetically, I'd go with Matt Long. Would be my would be my vote here. Just because I think his overall look is again not not that it's crucial that he look exactly like his brother, but um. But I I, I I think that would work. All right. Okay. Got another one right. Another close one. But I, I think saying, that'll it's work.
2: It's close enough that if you vote differently, I think it flips it. So like, Right. No worries. <laughs> definitely don't feel like you have to get it right.
0: No problems. Okay, Gorlim the Unhappy. This is a this is a big one. Possibly yeah. possibly the most important casting, second most important casting of the uh, of the outlaws, um,
3: okay. yes. You had mentioned
2: you wanted him to be young, so yeah. These these are yeah. all actors in their twenties, I believe.
0: Okay, so we've got Percy Hines White, who's from Wednesday, mm-hmm. isn't he? Right, mm-hmm. the Wednesday Adams show. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, uh, Okay, right. Tony Revolori on the right is in the Spider-Man films. Mm-hmm. Okay, relatively minor character, but and then Reese Matthew Bond. Um, don't remember him though. His name sounds vaguely familiar, like maybe he was nominated before. I'm not sure. Um, mm. Larry, I agree. Uh, Reese Matthew Bond in the middle does look extremely happy, which almost makes me tempted to vote for him out of perversity. Um,
2: uh, I can find a different headshot. I'm sorry. It did, did occur to me that using the smiling face for Gorlem the Unhappy was maybe the wrong headshot to put in. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's kind of adorable, actually. You know, I mean, <laughs> you would want somebody who could look happy, but we never meet him when he's happy, right? So, uh, right. I right. mean, yeah. we, we meet Gorlam. In a in a um, uh, a definitely post happy state. Um, yeah. mm. Reese Matthew Bond was nominated for Myglin, too. Okay, I thought I'd recognize the name. Mike <laughs> okay, like, just couldn't remember. Sorry. <laughs> fairly conspicuous name. Yeah, Steve says he's nominated for Myglin. Well, this is like uh, people who didn't get Myglin all get a second shot here uh, in uh, in this season. Um, okay, I. Um, I think I would go... It is... It's a little tempting to choose Reece Matthew Bond just for the perversity of that like... I mean, apart from the smiling shot, I'm sure he could look soulful and brooding if he wanted to, but I think that he couldn't... Well, it'd be hard to make him not look fresh-faced and cute, which could work for Gorlin, yeah. but, yeah. you know, would... Um, would be a little bit jarring. I I think the Percy Hines White uh nomination is my favorite. I think I would mm. I think I would I think I would go with him. I think he has um he has an interesting face. Um yeah. definitely does brooding well. He did a lot of brooding in yeah. Wednesday. Um Yeah, uh, I
1: can see him like going into kind of that like unrestrained rage. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, that hit. So uh, that would be that would be my vote, Uh, but it's not a strong vote. Um, Let's see. Oh, Reese Matthew Bond wins. Okay, okay, all right. No, like I said, I think it could work. You know, the sort Mm. of like uh like schoolboy gone bad and dark kind mm. of look you know is that yeah. uh you we could make him into a symbol of like uh you know the lost innocence of mm-hmm. uh ladros and you know dorthonian in general uh, you know uh, um i mean definitely looks to me like he should be playing somebody in a high school based drama basically you know i mean he has that look um uh, like he could have uh easily had th- circumstances worked out otherwise been cast in Buffy the vampire slayer back in the day, you know that kind of thing um he but, doesn't um, look
2: completely unlike xander you're you're right <laughs> yes yes um
0: but uh anyway so so i i it could work it wouldn't have been my my concept right, but I think we can definitely work with it um I see, personally, why it was a close second, um, but um, uh, but that's fine. That's fine. We, we 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 can work with it. We can work with it. I
1: try not to. You haven't vetoed anybody. I know. So well, I far. don't. I don't
0: like to use vetoes unless, like, I have really strong feelings about. Like, basically, in order to veto it, I have to be looking at it and say no. Like, just just yeah. like no, that's not like a, you know, not like that wasn't what I was thinking, but like. That, that just doesn't
2: work for you. Yeah.
0: It, it goes in the opposite direction of what I was thinking. Um, okay. So, uh, no, I, it's, again, the fun thing is to try to imagine, because, you know, with, with things like this, like, I would think that the whole way that you would try to capture the situation, you know, like, sort of the emotional and background circumstances of Gorlim would be really impacted by whom you cast and, and uh, um, sort of how how they looked and and, and, and what they could do best. So. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Okay. Island L, uh, who does not actually appear in the show, but whose likeness appears in the show. And so therefore we are casting, uh, the likeness of Island L, which is a pretty deep cut. I have to say, but I mean,
1: It, there's plenty of situations where a person is cast to be like a video recording right. of the person, sure. you know, like that's, it's not unlike that.
2: Yeah. Right. Agreed. So it, it is admittedly a minor role. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's certainly true. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. So we have uh, Ella Purnell, Olivia Rodrigo, and Bailey Madison. Um, yes. Again, you
2: requested young actresses. Yeah, yeah. D- to- so they don't necessarily have an extensive resume at this point in their right. careers, right. but some right. of them have done some impressive things considering how young they are.
0: Right, right. Okay, I am going to. I am going to say. My vote. And this based almost entirely... Because I'm looking at what they've been in and I'm not seeing anything I recognize. Um. Uh, so I'm going to go with... Especially now that we've cast Gorlem. I would go with Bailey Madison. Just because... She looks... She matches. She, she, and she looks cutest and most vulnerable, right? That's mm. And that's kind of the look that I would want, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, when you see the likeness of Islanel in the cottage, it should induce you to be like, I want to swoop in and rescue innocent little her. Like, that should be mm-hmm. the impulse that is evoked. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, when I look at these three women and say which one screams most clearly, like, I am sweet and innocent, come rescue me. Bailey Madison is the one who hits me that way most strongly. Um, Any of them could certainly work. Again, I I do not anticipate a veto on this one either, Um, but that would be my personal vote. Uh, okay, this was really close. <laughs> um, except so nobody voted out, for my character.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm the only one who thinks that. Okay, that yeah. people people were going for the she's going to be the villain, and uh, so the sweet little billy Madison was too cute to be cute and to sweet be, and vulnerable be, to be Thuringwethel in some people's mind. I think is my guess as to why it right. went this did way. We already
0: cast Thuring I,
2: We did. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. she's later on a she's unfortunately on a later slide. Um, okay. Okay. so you'd have to yeah, no reveal problem. somebody to I'd go to, to it.
1: So don't do that. I can, yeah. I can find out who it is because I can scroll down without, because nobody well, Steve to it says
0: Carrie Mulligan. Um, it is. It is Carrie yeah, Mulligan. Mulligan. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. okay. So, um, that's fine. Fu- so it, it's fine. Again, as I say, I have no objection to any of them. Um, I would vote for differentiation from, um, Mm. thorn like right
2: the whole point is to have someone up here different
1: yeah right i think i so i did not vote for bailey madison i think she just came across as too childlike to me right like i I have trouble reading her face as like that of an adult person no offense to miss bailey madison who i'm sure is a fan a a lovely person right right um uh, the the uh the other benefit of Olivia Rodrigo is that she has a verified Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she yeah. has a verified Twitter account, so I can actually
0: notify her of her yes, uh, yes. and of, of her yes. um, exciting appointment.
2: Yes. Okay. But, but sure. only, only so you're so you're good with this. It's like again, this was very sure. close and it sure. could have gone any it's direction. Fine. It's fine. fine.
0: Totally fine. Um okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I um But, um, sure. Sure. It's fine. It's fine. I'm okay with it. Um, I would still want to not dress her like that,
1: however. Oh, no. Yeah, of course.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, the extreme opposite of like that. Yes. Um, maybe a little, um, a little, a little cloth cap. Uh, Mm, maybe... Oh,
1: I'm sure she'll be thrilled.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, like again, I. She should look like this cute, vulnerable little cute, like young bride, right? I like you know that. That's um, yeah, um, uh, yes, yes, the adorable young bride of our adorable young husband. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I think that was my. I scored lower on that prediction than on any other I've done so far. So that
2: was, I just thought, listening to you talk, I'm like, I knew that no one had selected yeah, her, and I'm like, I see where you're coming from, but you're gonna be real surprised when you see okay. the results. Okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> all right.
0: I'm not gonna get all upset about the likeness of Island L So um, that's okay. 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 Um. But you know, one of these days. Olivia Rodrigo will probably look back and hopefully thank us for her big break okay
1: now i, I don't I don't think she needs she's to in a high break. school musical I think she'll she'll just okay.
2: she's performed on stage with a lot of really famous musicians and won a lot yeah. of awards, so I and think, think how good. impressed
0: they'll be that she was cast in Silver film, film now I it's, mean, true. Right. it's true right yeah.
2: it's exciting, but um at the same time.
0: She'll be opening. Open.
2: Well, no, I mean, I
0: don't mean when I say her big break, I mean like yeah. to go from big to huge, which is yeah, well, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. what we do apparently to huge uh, break at film film. Yeah. Huge break. A huge. Yes. Break. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you're not, I mean, sure you're famous, but are you yet a household name? Well, probably not until you've been cast on film. film so it's
1: true. I see. <laughs> How can you say someone is great? who's never had their picture on bubblegum. <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay. All right. So now we come to Baron. We have five Baron candidates. Um, all right. We've got David Alvarez, Anthony Ramos, Lorenzo Raquelmi. I'm not sure how to pronounce. His He's name. Italian. If that helps. Uh, okay. I'm not sure it does.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> um, other than two. Uh, let me know. It hardens
1: the ch at least.
0: Yeah, well, it 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 does make me a little more confident about the hard ch I, I gave him, I suppose. Um, I was going to say it primarily just helps me to understand uh, whom precisely I'm offending by mispronouncing it. And Emilio Sa- uh, Sacrya and
2: Richard Madden. Okay, all right. Um, and, and the pictures just go counterclockwise for this one. Okay, if that counterclockwise. helps. Counterclockwise
0: right yes yes um okay um so right so david uh alvarez is uh is rob stark is, or no, is, is that rob stark which one no is that? richard Madden okay. is, no, is
1: rob stark
2: okay
0: yeah oh, so richard top is
2: wrong. top left is top left david is alvarez, alvarez is, and, then richard and top is right one. is yeah so it, it gotcha Counterclockwise. Did I say counterclockwise? You it I, is I meant-
1: counterclockwise, but because of the mirroring of your camera, you gesticulated in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay.
0: Right. It's complicated. Okay. Sorry.
1: Yep. Gotcha. That's why my all camera, right. I mirror my camera so that doesn't happen to me anymore.
0: Oh, <laughs> right. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Um, um, all right. So I think I thought I recognized Emilio Sacrae. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Because I did watch Warrior Nun, of course. Oh, okay. Well uh, done. I was
2: like, really? You recognized (laughs) that one? Totally. Totally (laughs) watched season
0: one of Warrior Nun. Yeah. So Um, that's JC. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. I don't. Okay. um, uh, um, And then we have uh, Lorenzo Raquelmi, who's the one in the bottom middle here. Um, he was in. He was in Marco Polo. I didn't see that. Right. right. Um, okay. All right. Um, oh, he plays Marco Polo. Yes, Marco he, Polo? Is Marco Polo okay. Polo he is Marco, Marco Polo in Marco Polo. The teacher At, character.
2: Yeah, right. he's he's on also a bunch of Italian films, but you're probably less likely to have seen those. Right. Um, right. Um, you know who Rob Stark is, so.
0: I know who Rob Stark
1: is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the David other two is are... doesn't he play uh Ross in something? Or no. he. am I misremembering?
2: Well, I don't know if he does that, but he the, this photo is from uh West Side Story.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he's Dave. in musical stuff.
2: Who? Ramos?
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Oh, Anthony oh, Ramos, David. yeah. He's he's and... um he's in Hamilton. He plays uh Hamilton's son and his best friend.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: Okay. in the two separate okay. acts of the show. Yeah, right,
2: right, right. and he's also in um, In the Heights, the other um, Lin-Manuel Miranda musical slash movie.
0: Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. But yeah. So yeah, so th- those two guys are definitely musical background, as is um, Sakraya is a German singer, um, as well as being the actor. And then I believe the other two have at least... Done singing parts in movies, you know, At some point,
0: okay, okay. We did say we wanted them to, we wanted Baron to be able to sing
2: and dance. He does more singing and dancing than fighting. Like in most of the other outlaw roles, it's like they got to be in a fight scene. They got to get eaten by a werewolf, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right. But right. for him, it's like he has to be able to dance with Lethian.
3: <laughs>
2: he doesn't really yeah. have to be able to fight. <laughs> no, no. Um... <laughs> You know, he kills a spider, he does a few things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wrestles, wrestles with Kerfin, you know, he he does a few little fight scenes. Right. Kills, kills an orc or two. Or 20. Um, yeah, you know, just some orcs. He kills a few orcs. But, uh, so he's in fight scenes, but we wanted to make sure he could sing and dance as well.
0: I.
1: Oh, he was Bernardo. Yes. Okay. All right. Alvarez. In West Side Story, That that is Yes, yes.
0: Okay. I... My number one choice, I think, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: would be David Alvarez. Mm -hmm. That would be my number one choice. Um, He probably wouldn't thank me for my number one reason, which is that... He has one of the least, he has, in my opinion, the least pretty face mm. of this group.
2: I knew that was going to come up in this because yeah. as we were coming up with the nominees, I kept being like, Here's a guy who's like pretty and can be the love of interest, and other people are like, "Here's a guy who's not," <laughs> and it was very funny to me how that dynamic was playing out. And yeah. I agree with you that Baron doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be pretty. particularly and pretty.
1: He's and- also, I think, with the exception maybe of Richard Madden, but I, I don't. I think even in that case, I think he's the most athletic of the. Like so, as yeah. far as the as far as the what I've seen from him, mm-hmm. um, and, and I mean because the the dance scenes in West Side Story are serious, right? Like, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. No. I I'd like somebody who who has like an excellent dance background would be excellent, like especially exactly dance kind of fighting as in, that you would yeah. want, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and um, so like. Lorenzo Ricelmi is to me the, I like the prettiest face of these. Yes, lives,
3: you
1: yeah. know he he looks like he's trying to seduce Luthien in that photo. <laughs> actually, <laughs> right. Well, I that is definitely the look he would give the most beautiful woman that ever existed,
0: (laughs) right? Right, um, whereas Anthony Ramos's face does not look like he's looking at the most beautiful woman that he's
3: there. That that is not the the image, I think. He's maybe going to start a fight in that one, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: It's a, it's a, yes, his caption is a little bit more, what did you say to me? Uh, than it is, but, but anyway, um, I. I'm not a hundred percent sure why it is. I remember talking about this. It's coming back to me. Um, that, you know, I don't, it's not that I want Baron to, you know, look repulsive, right? I mean, he doesn't have no, to we, look we like a troll. But Hollywood yeah. homely was what Hollywood we went homely. with. Hollywood homely. Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. Exactly.
3: So, yeah.
2: yeah, I, yeah, I, I understood the assignment. Um,
3: <laughs> it's
2: just hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah. how do you pick someone and be like, you're homely enough for this character? Right. <laughs>
0: like, right. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, look, it's not like David Alvarez is genuinely homely, right? I mean, he's not. Um, But, um, uh, um, and I think, you know, and I, 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 like, my second choice would probably be um, Anthony Ramos or Richard Madden, again, just facially, Mm -hmm. right? Of
1: of the group i would say that david alvarez and richard manon are the two that look most like they can take care of themselves which is mm-hmm. definitely a feeling we want from baron right um right because we don't want to we definitely don't like everybody keeps talking about how baron keeps losing every fight he gets into but we don't want to be giving that impression just from his own physique Right. Right.
0: Um,
2: Right. Because he does live on his own and more or less succeed in not dying to a point. Um,
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, The other thing is Anthony Ramos is five, seven. Mm. Whereas David Alvarez is six feet. Um, Right. So and six feet is a really comfortable height for Barron. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. definitely not short, not toweringly tall, shorter than many of the elves, but, um, uh, but um, but yeah, I I agree. He looks like somebody who could definitely be, um, you. I like your phrase, Nick, that he could take care of himself, right? You want to look at him and be like, yeah, this guy solo in the wilderness, he'd be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Doesn't have to look like a tank. Right. Doesn't have to, you know, um, look intimidating necessarily. Um, Okay. I just figured out one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I don't want him to be too pretty is that I think one of the things I am resistant to the idea that when Luthien like turns to look at him, there's a sense that she's doing it because he's so pretty. Right. Mm. Like the motivation behind her turning to him. Um, I mean, look, he has no chance. Right. I mean, it's Luthien. Right. So he is going to be struck by her because everybody is struck by her. Um, everyone who ever was, was struck by her. Okay. So that's like not an issue, but what is it that she sees in him? Right. And I feel like if, viewers looking at it right if baron is someone who looks like you know people in the audience are like oh like he's so dreamy i would turn to him too i feel like it undermines the significance of what she does if you do do, do you see what i mean by that
2: part of his story is he should be an everyman character yeah so he shouldn't stand out as being particularly pretty he should be everyman and that means that, yeah, we want someone that the, the male members of the audience can identify with and be like, it's me. <laughs> right, right. Um, which is what are going to do if he's real, real pretty.
0: Right. And I, I wouldn't want. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't I I would feel like we had somehow messed up the casting if like a whole generation of teenage girls grow up with posters of Barron on their walls. Right. I would feel like that's we, we did something wrong. You know, if we did it that way. Right. <laughs> if he becomes Orlando Bloom, we've done it wrong. Right, so you got to make
2: sure he's Vigo, not Orlando.
0: Right, exactly, exactly.
2: Now, obviously, nothing wrong with what Vigo looks like.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, right. No criticism, but a a, different appeals to a different crowd in a different way, right? You know, and that's that's exactly it. Um, uh, But um, uh, anyway, so um, yes, yes. Whereas, like, whoever we cast to be Turin, he's the one that, like, yeah we want people to have a really like <laughs> complex and fraught infatuation with.
1: <laughs> yeah. He needs
0: to be gorgeous. Yeah. He needs to be he's gorgeous. he
1: got to be like an Adonai's character. Cause he's got to also, he also has to look like he can take care of himself. He
0: has to look like he can take care of himself, <laughs> yeah. but be gorgeous. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. just, not just ruggedly handsome, but gorgeous. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's, that's um, a two seasons from, that's a season eight problem uh not a season six problem okay the suspense the big casting decision of the entirety of season six the winner is lorenzo Raquel, you've got to be kidding me oh man
2: however look
0: how close it is
3: yeah and look how evenly
2: divided it was yeah like
0: this is not a landslide who got no love anthony ramos got no love okay Mm -hmm. okay Tough but fair. Okay. Uh, okay. And my man David Alvarez came in second.
1: This is "Yeah." Uh-huh. And uh, quite close.
0: Quite close. Quite close.
1: Less than I, less than ten percentage
0: points. I think. Look, I I, I have nothing against Lorenzo Raquelmi apart mm. from the fact that he is so beautiful, <laughs> and I, I um, like it's it's a hard
2: reason to turn him down. You know, it really is. Um, but I, I, see where you're
3: coming from. Yes.
2: Um, I, I believe it was Hakan who had originally suggested him based on his role in Marco Polo. Sure. Um, sure. And yeah, yeah there and was a hard little...
0: I, be, maybe I would feel differently if I'd watched Marco Polo, you know, mm. I yeah. might have, a there's a
2: little bit of that. ruggedness in that, but he is a very young character in that, right. like mm. discovering right. the world kind of thing. Right. And, um, and it's it, there. Are, there are love scenes in that he has love interests and yeah, takes his shirt yeah. off and such. So, so yeah. Yeah. If that's not what um, you're looking for in Baron, then that's not what you're looking for. No,
0: I there don't. I mean, there's <laughs> other opportunities for this kind of thing, but yeah, I, I, I don't want somebody who screams love interest, right? right? I. I, 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 more like Vigo than Orlando is is precisely the kind of thing that I'm looking for in Baron, um, not somebody that you're like oh, gee I, I hope he takes his shirt off, <laughs> right? Like that's not that's not the thing. But yeah,
2: because I know that's how you watch movies, right? <laughs> you're definitely Naturally. just waiting for the guys to take their shirts Naturally. off. Yes. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, and I I know that that's that's what you're you're asking here is that it's not somebody who's Main, in your face, first impression is very attractive or dreamy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I think I would throw my vote behind David Alvarez, and it is very close. So maybe, maybe I would veto this one, uh, which is not a big veto. More like. Me casting a vote than it is like me me doing a veto really. Um,
2: uh, honestly, yes, I think your vote ties it. So, right.
0: So let's go with Anthony Ramos. I think that would be. I think that would be. The, I I like that idea.
1: Um, Anthony Ramos.
0: Anthony Ramos.
2: No. no, you mean David Alvarez. I mean David Alvarez. That's precisely what
0: I
1: mean <laughs> yeah, You David mean the, <laughs> it was the
0: one? Mean no the one who got no votes? Yes. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> David <laughs> Alvarez is what I meant. So I was just looking at the wrong name on the list. Yeah. So You're fine. fine. You're fine. David Alvarez yeah. David Alvarez is exactly what I mean. Um, mm. yeah, okay um, uh, okay um, yeah, yeah but Bes- I really like the 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 dancing and singing background uh, like the the mm-hmm. the ones with musical theater who were primarily musical theater kind of have a leg up in my mind to begin with, right? Sure so. David Alvarez. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Next. All right. Villains already cast. Uh, here's our Thorin Gwethel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have cast Michael Fassbender as Morgoth, Simon Woods as Sauron, and Kerry Mulligan as Thorin Gwethel. Um, mm. uh, golly, I'm forgetting. What do I know Carrie Mulligan from? Uh,
3: Not sure. I don't go.
2: most recently, I think she was in something where she had a multicolored wig and was dressed as a nurse. So um, I don't know what that was, though.
0: Steve Northanger Abbey. That's exactly it.
2: That's what you know her from. Very good. She, she and Jane
0: Austen. She was Isabella Thorpe.
2: Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Right. Of course. And right. That Isabella Thorpe, right? The one who was uh, um, uh, from the Doctor Who Blink episode, right? Yep, gotcha. Um, there is something delightful about having someone with a face as cute as Carrie Mullen, Morgans is being Thorin Gwethel. I, there, there's something I kind of love about that, actually. Okay, and then we've cast uh, Jeff Goldblum as the voice of Glaurung um, and <laughs> just, that's fun. That's fun. Um, I um uh I would love to tell Jeff Gold, Goldblum about that casting, he would be the so
1: one dull. whole line he had in season five. Yeah, yeah,
3: Gloria's yeah, hey, gonna
2: keep talking. I
1: know, He's I know. Have that's, of where, that's when we cast him, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, yes, but I'm also pretty sure that if you give Jeff Goldblum lines, he just
1: starts talking. So,
2: like, good luck wrangling him into actually saying the dialogue you want
1: fortunately he's a completely animated character so we don't have to worry about it too much
0: easier to cut out the lines that you don't want is what you're saying right Right, yeah 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 Yeah, because he's just in the sound booth okay um all right so these are our current villains we are um and we're not casting any, we don't have any other villains to cast. We're just, we're yes, not. Yes, we do. Not, oh yes, we yeah, do. We have of one course more. We do. Of course we do. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're, um, but we're, we're, we're killing off folks. Mm-hmm. We're killing off two yes. out of our five. Uh, mm-hmm. in this, uh, And then kicking the other one out. Um, okay. Other new characters. We have Gargal the butcher. All right. Okay. So of all the nominations that have been made so far, <laughs> Bill Burr. Really?
1: <laughs> I think okay. it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant.
0: Um, this is so far out of context for him that I stared at his picture for like 30 seconds before I even processed who that was. Right? I'm like, who's that guy? I swear I know him from somewhere.
1: Yeah.
2: So you'll but notice... But he picks
1: up a lot of rules like that, actually. Right.
2: But you'll notice that we didn't really have any... Description for Gorgol, other than yeah, he's an orc. Right. So it turns out you can put an orc costume on pretty much anybody. Pretty
3: much anybody, right?
2: And we ran with it. So this is an eclectic nomination pool.
1: (laughs) Right. Okay. Frank Grillo is he? Is he um crossbones? Yes. Okay. All right.
2: He's he's also in the Purge movies.
1: Yeah. Which is probably what that image is from.
2: No, it's from something no? else.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, that image, oh, I don't remember what that one's from. Right. Was it the Mandalorian Bill Burr was
0: in?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Um, whoa, Ray Park played North yeah. Mole?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got a he's got a good pred- pedigree. That's as far as the guy in
0: the bottom left, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But I um, feel like I I'd, I'd want to use him for somebody who is going to be in more fight scenes. Whereas Gorgol's in like 3. Right.
0: Yeah, it's um going to require mm-hmm. rather less talent
2: than uh Yes. Um uh, yeah, we're not looking for extensive martial arts for this yeah, character, right. um, but there are multiple fight scenes. Oh, he was also
1: Toad An yes. X-Men. Yes. That's right.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, um, wait, who? This
2: is, this is... Ray Park. Ray
0: Park? Was Toad yeah. mm-hmm. okay.
2: in X-Men, yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, the Headless Horseman, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but the the idea is that we want somebody who's able to do a physically demanding role while wearing a full sort suit of orc prosthetics and armor and such. Mm -hmm. So everybody here has some kind of experience with.
1: But also, more physical scenes. Keep in mind, though, that like you could also have somebody come in to do the acting and the dialogue and have a different person a in the same suit the, yeah. right uh,
3: uh,
2: yes of course you can um but if we're picking someone for the role picking someone who can like, do the role is good famously
1: <laughs> bob anderson is in the suit the darth vader suit fighting yes. right right. Al guinness right, and, right. Uh, yeah he did not in fact play darth vader at any point
0: right 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 right, right. um okay um All right. And then I don't think I know Matt Letcher. Letcher That's the
2: bottom right.
0: Yeah, it's the bottom right. I don't think I know him. Um, There's... And then Rachel House um, was in Ragnarok, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, she was the, like, lieutenant of... Bodyguard, yeah. Yeah, 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 bodyguard... Second, the Grandmaster. Man, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, so Bill Burr is like the embodiment of snark, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like pretty much the avatar of snark. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure the avatar of snark is what we're necessarily looking for in Gargal, but you know, he
1: calls Sauron Sauron to his face in. Season five, and, and he uh, is
2: all proud of himself for steer- stealing Barahir's hand with the ring on it. So, yeah. like, there's a little bit of bragging and blustering right. and posturing to his character, at least a little bit. Um, okay, I I can acknowledge your point that maybe not the pinnacle of all those things, but <laughs> right. it's it's, mm. it's there.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um uh Steve, I hear you. I, I actually watched uh the original X-Men relatively recently within the last couple of years. I remember Toad and Toad's lines uh in that um in that production, so I can I can see that. Um I think I would go with Ray Park. Mm that would be my top vote but I could be talked into others so Bill Burr if we were to cast Bill Burr we would have to cast him I think as someone a little bit more actively annoying
2: right okay who's more annoying
0: than an orc,
2: yeah.
0: Orcs aren't annoying. Gorgol the right, butcher so he, shouldn't be like annoying. You want, like or Master
2: of Lake Town, kind of annoying. More or... like that. Oh, yeah.
0: he's too like. No, not not like Peter Jackson's Master of Lake no. Town, kind of annoying. Okay,
2: but... um, all right. So in Gondolin, uh, what's his face? Um, Salgent.
0: Hmm. He's not I'm really thi- an annoying character. No, though. no. I'm thinking of. Um, um, I'm trying to think. There's of certainly it.
1: hobbit characters that would qualify, but I guarantee you there's absolutely a 0% chance you get Bill Burr to come in and, and be a hobbit.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the guy. So. <laughs>
1: I, I just like. They. It took him a bit to wrap his head around the idea that he was going to be in a Star Wars property.
0: I oh, see. hang on a second. Steve has the perfect suggestion.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Andron,
0: Andron from the Turin story. The uh the the Ooh. annoying jerk among the outlaws who wants yeah. to kill Belleg and is really upset mm-hmm. that they don't kill Belleg. Perfect.
2: Perfect. Cuz when you said an annoying jerk character I'm like, who? Who's an annoying jerk? That's Androg ew, is an annoying Androg. jerk. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy yep. who's
0: upset that he doesn't get to rape the women. Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah. Bill Burr. He'd do. I'd be a great Androg. He'd be a great Androg. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yep. yikes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I could see it. I
3: could see it.
0: Yep. Yep. Perfect. Uh, perfect. But I agree. I agree with uh, Larry on YouTube, having an orc be act- like ha- be buffoonish. Uh, not that Bill Burr is only a buffoon, um, but imagining Bill Burr's voice coming out of an orc's body mm. says buffoon to me. Like, it would be... Because he's
1: got kind of that higher-pitched...
0: Yes, he's got that higher-pitched, kind of whining, annoying voice, right? You know, he's... Um, I mean, his voice is not euphonic. I mean, he's, it works for him as a comedian, right? I mean, it's... it's it, it You know, it's... But... Yeah. Androg. Drug, Androg. Drug. Androg. Let me preemptively nominate. But well, we're just casting all of season eight tonight. Like, oh, okay. You Yeah, we're, we've got this taken care of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, and the Boston accent, too. No, I was thinking of that as well. I mean, he might be able to change the Boston accent, but I don't know if he could. Um, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. It'd be fine. Um, okay. I knew he was going to win, though. Yeah. I knew he was going to win as soon as I saw the page because I'm like, that's too, like, it really stands out. Um, Ray Park does come in second, but it's a much Mm. more distant one.
1: So I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. Of all the roles that we could get Bill Burr to do, like, this would be, like, just this really, like, quick you you know he comes in he says some really obnoxious stuff and leaves and that's it and i'm telling you
0: can he change the accent because like an, his hmm. accent is very distinctive
1: yes yes um i mean i
2: say that as a local assume, you assume there would be some dialogue coaching going on for a show like oh, this Sure. And we've yeah. definitely been casting a mix of British actors and American actors, with the understanding that somehow we're going to make them all sound appropriate to their role,
0: right? Um, Which makes me want to come back and say that can Bill Burr do another
2: right, accent now? And, and that's the Ken. thing is that being said, we just were talking about Jeff Goldblum as the voice of Glorang the Dragon. Jeff Goldblum is going to sound like Jeff Goldblum, yes, um, in that role. Like, there's no expectation that he's going to sound somehow drastically different
3: right
2: and so if the tone of his voice is too jarring then maybe this doesn't work i I, I don't know
0: it would be funny i mean it would be funny as long as we're okay with that like that's the thing you know
2: (sighs) this is the guy who kills bear here so baron has to murder him in revenge like we're not we don't want to be funny all the time
0: no yeah no.
2: Like he's allowed to be funny.
1: When, he can be when funny he acts, in acts, the... he doesn't he does not typically play comedic roles.
2: Right, which most in, comedians do acting roles don't. Yeah, they,
1: yeah. I mean he like he gets off one-liners and stuff like that, but that's his primary uh role on Now of course, he uh, I did a quick Google search to see if there's ever been any any recordings of him without his, like doing avoiding his accent and of course all the articles are about how he's like he's his response to people giving him a hard time about his accent in the mandalorian and he's basically telling them to go take a long walk off a short pier right which is very on brand but at the
2: same time it does raise the question of would that so yeah i yeah. i do hear that as an objection
0: yeah it's it was it, and you know i don't know, and perhaps in some ways i'm oversensitive because i'm i'm you like it, you're local in new england and you know i like his accent sounds a lot like many people I know. I'm, I'm from new york and, I, and it's <laughs> yeah. not that different <laughs> yeah so um uh, it, it's you know, and so I mean to me, it would seem very jarring, uh, mm. you know, to hear his accent coming out of uh, coming out of an orc. Um, can he fight? Steve wants to know. Again, I, um, I'm not
1: worried about that.
0: Yeah, because again, we get all we need is a good stuntman who can.
1: Um, he and he did like there were fight scenes with him in, in Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Yeah, and most of it was gunplay, obviously, but like he can. make it look like he's fighting (laughs) right
0: Right. yeah and yeah again somebody who's playing an orc is going to be in so much prosthetics that it's not going to be hard to have a a stunt double and it's not even like we're going to have long you know like martial arts sequences with Gorgol the butcher either i mean you know um
2: yeah there's there's a few battle scenes that he's involved in and then um when he kills bear here it's kind of a one-on-one duel situation where he's the
0: one who is trapping finrod in the fens in mm-hmm. last season, right yeah mm-hmm.
2: okay. I believe so yeah right um, Nick
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> he's, I'm, the one... I'm that, um, he's the I'm sorry he's the Gorgol um, the Butcher, the Butcher is with who...
2: Sauron and finrod y- y- in, the yes. yes. okay. in the Fens of Sarek yes Yes, and then we sent Droglun over to the um, other front right yes yeah, okay. I thought I thought that
1: was the, yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the scene where he calls Sauron Sauron to his face.
0: Yes, okay. yes,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay.
0: All right. I I mean, I don't think I'm prepared to veto uh Bill Burr. I mean it's uh um
1: I I can't I can't wait to I cannot wait to click go on this tweet
3: of you <laughs> No, so, so I can just see it. I can go just ahead. see him
0: Go ahead and let him know. Let's break the news to Bill Byrne that he's been cast. <laughs> he's gonna be so
3: yeah. confused.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, and for those people listening, we actually do this. Like we actually tweet to the actors who uh, get appointed yeah. to roles and, and, and notify them that this happened. So um yeah. we, we we've had one of, of we yeah, yes. had one of them
1: respond. We have had one. Yes. Who uh, Hol- Holiday Granger, Granger yes. was
2: cast as the Otterwan. In season two, I
1: believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. There we go. Yeah.
2: And then there are those whose
0: careers have been so enriched and they don't even realize it.
1: So mm-hmm. it's true.
0: Yeah. It's okay. They'll thank us someday. Uh, <laughs> they'll thank us someday. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Who on the hound? All right. Um. Uh. Who on the hound? This is huge. This has more nominees than anybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the highest amount of nominees, I think, in film, film history.
2: Yeah. Luthien was more, but
1: yes, okay, this is awesome. yeah, but it's a lot. For similar yeah, weight, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I yeah, believe uh, there are nine the, nominees for Luthien. The, um, I mean, one cannot help but notice that there are more than twice as many nominees as Huan has lines. Right. <laughs> right. But that's, it's, um, it's good. It's good. Um, wow. Okay. Um, so I'm trying to, um, see which ones I know.
2: Um, cause I'd have to know their. Their voices, it's, yeah, voices. Yeah. It's a little tricky, and I'm not sure that I have anything queued up to play. Okay, so in everybody. Is, uh everybody,
0: uh, Jorah Mormont in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay.
2: Um, You've probably heard Brian Blessed's voice before.
0: <laughs> I certainly have heard Brian Blessed's voice before. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, Brian Blessed has one of those voices that I. <laughs> Could have heard, you know, across the ocean without amplification. He's got the, one of the biggest voices I know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wonderful, wonderful actor. Um, there's something a little bit delightful about that. Um Oh man, Logan Cunningham mm-hmm. is in the video game Hades.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. As yeah. Hades.
0: As Hades, I he's the voice of Hades in Hades. I believe okay. so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Um, uh, I have not played this myself, though my son mm-hmm. has, and I've heard much about it. I've actually heard uh, a bunch of the uh, soundtrack of Hades, but I have mm-hmm. not played the game. Um, ah,
2: yeah. So he does have a deeper voice. Oh wait. If, However, if that helps.
0: Okay. Um, looking at his headshot, I'm wondering if I met him. Um, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, uh, there was a... I, I was at a... I, Zenkai Con, right? At, 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 yeah, exactly. At Con, <laughs> Zen, there were a bunch of uh, um, uh, voice, voice actors. actors who were there, yeah. including um, the voice actress for, um, oh, blanking on the name, The um, uh, the... Darth, um, uh, uh, ventress, ventress. Yes. Ventress. Uh, uh, the voice actress for, for ventress was there, which was fun. She was one of the only like voice actors that I knew, like, you know, stuff that she'd done. Cause most of them were anime ones. Um, okay. Brian blessed. Yeah. I mean, goodness. Absolutely. Um, I don't know Chris Obie, um, he was in American Gods. American Gods, but I didn't.
1: I don't know. Snow m- remember White. Him from um, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, I,
3: I,
2: I believe in Discovery. American Gods. He was playing a death character. I forget what the name okay. was of the character, but it was like you know someone was dead and went and talked to him, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So again, it doesn't actually that,
0: narrow it down significantly in that book, but I, but I, I hear you, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no,
2: I, I I did not read the book or watch the show, so I, <laughs> I actually just
0: reread that book about six months ago. So
2: okay, um, I saw a, a clip with him in it to to yeah. hear his voice, yeah. and so you know he he has a nice delivery and everything, but I yeah. can't help you if you haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: and insisto, of course, who needs no introduction. I think
2: I think you might know who he is. Yeah,
0: I do, I do, I do. Um, this is uh, that makes one of the few uh, uh, actors nominated for uh, uh, for some film that I know personally, um, and who will almost certainly respond to our tweet for we to tweet at him. Um, uh, uh, I'm shocked,
1: though. Uh, Nick, where's your nomination? That he he is my nomination.
0: Oh, Alan Sisto was your nomination. Oh I yeah, thought- no,
1: I would I no no no. I'm saving I'm saving Jim Cummings for something else. Okay. I have something else in saving your right? comments for something something else. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um all right. Um fine. Fine. Okay. Um <laughs> I have to rule out. I don't think I can handle Brian Blessed as oh, who. Okay. I, am. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. Um, his voice is too distinctive, um, yes. and that's fair. Like, I would just be, and also, I could not help but picture Brian Blessed's face. Mm. Um, you know, like that huge face and huge beard, and and you know, it's like the whole thing, right? It's um,
1: yeah. It's too yeah. bad he's probably too old to play Helm Hammerhand when we get to him.
0: Oh man. He would be a fun Helmhammer be... hand. Oh yeah! His short is the problem. I mean, he's like yeah, but just don't don't
1: just put him on a box. It's fine. Box. <laughs> <laughs> like the, we, uh, he plays enormous people all the time. He does play enor- I mean, everything about him
0: is enormous except his height, right? But yeah. Uh, but yeah yeah
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we did we did cast him as a dwarf in film back in season three. Yeah. Um, yeah so no the problem. reason he's. Um, eligible for a double casting is because this is a voice only role. It's a voice yeah.
0: it's a voice only role, right.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yes, and a, a dwarf role is really excellent for him. Um uh, but um yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Okay, let's see. Um Okay, who wins? I'll insist. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well. Deserved. Who has
1: who has voiced Huan before? Has experience. I would role. say is probably the only person ever nominated for some film who could actually wind up who, right. Who who, who who would actually do it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, <laughs> if we were I'm... if we were making the show,
2: <laughs> I will point out. That Clary Olsen has an IMDb page.
3: That's true. <laughs> anybody That's wish true. to
2: nominate you
3: That's to true. play any That's character? True. Yeah, it's
2: I'm, always an option. Um,
0: I would. Um, <laughs> I would enjoy having a role. I haven't found the perfect role for me yet. Uh, mm. It would be uh, some kind of minor role. Um, uh, maybe there's. Uh, maybe there's there's one of the Halloween for me in the two or story. I don't know, mm. but mm. Uh, um, so.
1: So, uh, Josh, my neighbor, says that uh, that he's probably already recorded all three lines, which he has. (laughs) In fact, he certainly has. If I were to start like animating the Baron and Luthien story, I could just. Grab the lines oh, that yeah. he's already created and just absolutely drop them in there. Absolutely, Dumb.
0: yeah, yeah. Not only the only actor who would play the role, but the only one who has already played, <laughs> played the role. So, is this
2: typecasting? Yeah, <laughs> I don't you know, I, Um,
0: I don't think we should tell Alan that he's typecast as a wolfhound, but no. um, okay. uh, okay. but but yeah, no, I, I think uh, this is very exciting.
1: It's very I'm gonna exciting. pull the trigger on this one, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. All exactly.
0: right. Well,
2: that was the final yes. role and, for this. And season. you're right, Josh.
0: I, I I did have my moment of glory actually yes, playing Huon uh, uh, on the stage last year at Myth Mood. So, yeah, um, silently. Yeah. I didn't get any wines. Yeah. I didn't get any wines, but that's what made it, the casting so perfect. Um, um, I did try to look soulful and disapproving at various mm. points. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Whew. All right. So, um, uh, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, thanks everybody for joining us. This was a lot of fun as always. Um, I, uh, will let you guys know, um, you if we can get, we'll see if the actors can send us clips of their acceptance speeches, you know, so we can, yeah. <clears throat> we can start that, uh, going, but, um, uh, anyway, <laughs> this, as always, um, this is a great deal of fun. So, Next time, our next session is going to be Thursday, June 1st. Um, so we're that's two weeks, in fact, from today. So back in two weeks, um, and we're going to be talking about episode 12. It is time to kill off more people. In fact, really the majority of our major characters are going to die <laughs> in the next episode, right? Um, well, we'll have
2: be... Both Barron and Juan are going to have dismal ends right. here. Maybe
3: a few other right, exactly.
2: people as well. Karkaroth right. dies, but no one cares.
0: Right. Technically, Luthian isn't going to die until episode 13. The next. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we won't actually be killing off both of our main characters in episode 12, but um, we're, we're going to come up to the brink of that. All right. Anyway, so episode 12. It's a big deal. The hunt for the wolf, we're uh uh we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking about that next time in two weeks from now. And yes, we're gonna we're doing we're we're still looking for folks who wanna submit uh artwork contributions. Um in July we're gonna uh come around. So after we do uh episode twelve and episode thirteen, and then we have music and art after that are the mm-hmm. other two uh episodes that we have. And we're gonna do sets, I think, at the same time that we're gonna do uh right. art, so
2: yeah, we'll, we'll see sense. what we have to put done, together. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, it'll probably be any artwork to display we'll put together.
3: Okay,
0: awesome, mm-hmm. um, awesome. Well, thanks to everybody who worked so hard on the uh, on the casting stuff. I know that uh, uh, Steve Angel Eyes has, has uh, did, did a lot of work on uh, on you know. Uh, filling in nominees and su- suggesting folks. I uh, appreciate Steve all your work on that uh, and uh, uh, Marie as always thank you for uh, your work helping with that and this was a, this was, this was, th- this was a lot of fun so um, okay onward episode 12 two weeks from now. Thanks a lot everybody. We will see you guys again soon and I will say as always thanks for listening and Godspeed.